Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have um, a guest who's going to be sharing a very, very inspiring story um, that I know will touch at your heartstrings and in how she's using um, her experience as a gift to help other people in their life. So uh, please welcome my guest, uh, Dr. Anita Sanchez. How are you, Dr. Anita? I'm doing well. Nice to see you, Natalie. Yeah, pleasure to see you too. I'm so glad we got to connect. Um, so, um, in the you know the spirit of the show, what we'll do is I get you to start with your story first, um, and then we're going to get into some really amazing information on how uh, when people can actually help to change and take their life to the next level. Great. Yes. Well, um, my story begins with as a little girl at three and four, I began dreaming, and um, you know, in kindergarten when they ask you what you're going to be when you grow up. Um, people drew mommies and daddies and firemen. Well, I drew a, the earth with a lot of stick people with their hands on each other's hearts. And I said that to the group. And all the kids giggled and the teacher said, put away your crayons. And something happened then. As a little five-year-old, I knew I didn't have the language for what that was, but I knew it was true. And that was so critical because the secret I had that I didn't tell my teachers uh, that I didn't even tell my relatives that I and my grandparents that I love so much was that from the age of four to thirteen, I was a survivor of incest, and it stopped when my father was murdered, and it was during a racial incident where he was mistaken um, after work he went to get a drink, where a white man and a black man had a fight, and two bullets went through his head and killed him on the spot. So I thought I thought at that point that I was free. No one should die that way. I, I'm sad for my father. He never got to reconcile his life. But um, what, what happened is a lot what you know about, which is even though he was gone, I wasn't free. I kept remembering all the images and tried to take my life. And fortunately, obviously, it didn't work, thank goodness. But in that process, uh, so many things got revealed about what was really important and the illusion of the pain that all of the joys of life were, were covered up and that that's just a lie. And so from that I took a stand and all my life has just been the unfolding of this little dream, this, this dream, this big dream that this little girl already had at age three and four and five that she already knew about the sacred reason that I was here and that I was not to interrupt that. Right. Now you come from a fairly large family, right? <laughs> Big Natalie. I have 120 first cousins. My mom was one of 10 and my dad was one of 10. Yes, wow. very big. Yeah. And so how does um you know, how does you, how has your culture played a role in helping you heal and the message that you have now? Oh, very big. Very big. So, uh, especially the indigenous part of me, I'm um, both Aztec and uh, Osage. And growing up and hearing my elders um, being in ceremony and, and sharing gifts have big, been a big, big part. And so, the, one of the things that kept coming through for me was uh, about mindset, something that you're an expert on. And in indigenous cultures, we have this thing called all my relations. And what that means is that we're, you know, it's, it's an illusion to think that we're alone, that we're, we might get lonely at times, but we're never alone. We're part of this amazing 
interconnected whole. And so all my relations has been profoundly important to me. And I forgot that. For that moment that I wanted to end my life, I forgot it for a moment. And thank goodness that being part of this universe energy, God, um, Allah, Buddha, whatever you want to call it, grandmother, grandfather, just knew, just kept me here to do and be the person that I'm supposed to, the contributions part of this great world. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so let's backtrack a little bit. So how old were you when um, you you tried to, to take your life? Like how? What, what point did you get to when you got to that pain? And then what was the turnaround for you? Okay. So I was 13. My father was murdered when, he, when I was 13. Uh, and then a few months passed and it was horrible. I just, all the images kept coming. So I planned it out and you know, in my way and, and took a bunch of aspirins. I didn't take my mom's pills, thank goodness, but I, because I knew they would cost her. We were quite poor, uh, economically poor, and so I didn't want her to have to go and find money to pay for a medicine. So I just took a, a huge jar of aspirins. And what happened while my little body was, oh, I thought I was just going to go to sleep, but it wasn't like that. I just was reeling and convulsing and throwing up and, and, all of that time, some images arose, and the images that arose were two. One was a little rocking chair that my grandfather made, three of them that I knew of in his lifetime, and one was for me. The other image was that of my grandmother, who we'd go and visit her every week, and she would take my little hand, and she would circle my palm and say, Tu eres la una, tu eres la una, which means you are the one. And that that feeling in my body was was the turning point and that the love is what it is because the ultimate law and authority what I realized at that point was is love it always is love and um, that I had even in the midst of the horror there was so much love being poured out including in the darkest times uh, uh, of being uh, brutalized by my father I remember now the sunshine coming in through the window and that was the turnaround. And so then, at that point, I just went rapidly through school, 16, started college. By 23, I'm working internationally in Singapore, helping women in world conferences in terms of visualization and um, you know, being the leaders that they can be. So that, that those images are, are what turned it around for me to realize. And then, of course, ever since, it's just never forgetting that mindsets that are all related, all my relations, and I have my part to do while I'm here. That's awesome. So I know that, um, that for any situation that happens for us, um, even like if we perceive it to be bad, I mean obviously your situation was bad, is I think there's a gift that comes from every one of these, these things. So what do you think is the gift that you've been able to share as a result of your experience? Oh. Well, there's many, but one of the big ones in terms of uh, my career has been I'm a woman who shows that you don't have to just survive these kind of violence and horror, but you can actually thrive. And so very early in my career, I've moved into large corporations as a consultant and trainer. And what I discovered is that not only the stats say four to six out of every woman has been some form of abuse from psychological to physical, but also men as well. Um, I'm finding more like three out of every ten. And what's happened is as I work with them in the business 
arenas, various things, mergers, acquisitions, team development, whatever it is, these blocks come up and I'm able, I have the skills and the resources to be able to use these gifts and I'm believable immediately, even in war zones where I've been, people believe me because as soon as they say, oh, you're just from the U.S., you're in that positive psychology stuff, and then I share a bit of my story and they go, oh, we'll listen to you, you understand, you're not trying to deny our pain. I said, I will never deny anybody's pain, but what I will say, whenever there's pain, whenever there's a complaint, whenever underneath that is a picture of what it looks like if it's working well, and that's what I commit to support people and having that come true. Awesome. So what, so what is your vision? I mean, I know that uh, you've had the memory of the, of the uh, drawing that you made when you were a child. How has that um, come to fruition for you now? Oh, it has. Well, I'm connected. I'm so part of um, powerful movements all over the world, both inside of business, of making these caring places. Uh, we're seeing so much happening there, like Google offering compassion classes. Barry Waymiller Corporation offering listening before you can be a leader there. I mean, amazing. But then also world movements with Pachamama Alliance and helping to bring forth an environmentally sustainable, spiritually fulfilling, and socially just world. I could just go on, Natalie, because we're meant to connect. And so what I'm seeing is that little girl's photo, which I'm looking at right now, actually, is sitting in front of me, uh, a drawing uh, that I made much later to just remind myself is that we are so connected, all of us. What you are doing so powerfully and making a difference for people and using this powerful medium, that's, that's we're all doing our part and it's making a difference. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, and I find that there seems to be a return back to indigenous wisdom. Yes. Is that what you're finding as well? Yes, very much. In fact, back where, uh, I know you're originally from down under, aren't you, Sydney? Yes. Yep. Well, I, in fact, am in the process of writing a book with a group of Aboriginal people and uh, some Canadian Indigenous people. And we, we do see, um, you know, the various gifts, the ceremonies, the understanding of what always was and is. And it's being supported by science. So I do a lot of my work is bridging science and Indigenous. It is wanted so much. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited about the four gifts I'm writing. It's four powerful gifts that indigenous elders gave to us back in the 90s and I've used them ever since with leaders and corporations and nonprofits, individuals that I coach and they make a powerful difference. So we're all indigenous when you think about it. That's our start and I think we hunger for that home. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say that there's someone that's watching the show right now that has gone through a painful situation in their past. What are some of the things that they can do to really step up and help to, to shift things for them? Okay. If it's really, really been tough and things, the first thing is you need to breathe. It's going to sound, I know, it's almost cliche now, but we need to breathe. This shallow breathing doesn't work. So it's about, you know, putting your even your arms over your head if you have to, and open, so you open your heart and take in big inhales through your nose and exhale. And do that 10, 15, not the two or three. Start there so that we can actually calm ourselves down open up our frontal cortex, and then we can move into what I will say, Natalie, is the second practice, because I sometimes see people both in the workplace and outside who've gone through some pretty traumatic things, um, is then to be in gratitude. You know, there's always something. Like me as a little girl, now I remember when I could take away all that illusion of pain that there was no joy, to sun, the sun is out, I'm breathing. 
I can put my feet in the grass. I can turn in the workplace to a person who's sitting in the next desk and smile. I mean, it's been, begin being grateful for what you have and then giving to others. Those immediate things, I will tell you, began to open up a lot of my life to where it's a memory. Some people say, how can you talk about the incest? That's so horrific. And wherever you are in the world, it's horrific. I think my stumbling even just mimicked that. And yet, it's only, it's only my past that built some muscle. It doesn't control my now. It allows me to have great compassion and empathy for leaders at all levels, in all parts, in all sectors. Exactly. I think what it does is it helps to um, to make you not just more relatable, but um, more compassionate, um, and that people feel like you do have an understanding for the situation that they are in, regardless of what that is. Yeah. So, um, so I know that you do a lot of work uh, with with women and with corporations. Can you share a story of someone that you've worked with that's had like a, a, an amazing transformation from doing the work that they've done with you? Oh yes. A woman who just pops up, well, there are many of them, but one of them that just pops up is she was doing really well in, a corporate, in the corporate setting, and then her husband died, and everything turned around. She ended up on the street with her daughter, and uh, I began doing some work with her, and after just a couple-hour session, it was incredible, she remembered what happened to her when she was two, which was blocking her in the workplace which was basically she had alcoholic parents and she took the baby brother who was crying and brought him to bed but she rolled over on him and he died and she realized at that point she never had joy her parents had blamed her and what happened is we were able to work that all the way through and she called her parents she hadn't talked to them for 20 years and she began talking to them about she believed that they had experiences that were horrific and they both cried and said, how could you know we never told you? And indeed they had. And so she was able to break that generational kind of pain and is, owns her own business now, a huge catering business. And I've run into her at some amazing parties. Just, just incredible. And there are many stories, Natalie. You know, when I see you again, I'd love to tell you about the people who've moved from directors to vice presidents by vice presidents to presidents of corporations. Um, because we all are meant to... To thrive wherever we are we're meant to yeah and I love the fact that you're working with CEOs and, and company directors who have a big influences over the cultures and the way that business is done moving forward you know so I love the fact that you're having that really positive effect on them so it's awesome well Anita I really thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you we could chat for ages so <laughs> you know so um, if people want to connect with you and find out more about you know what you do and, and maybe work with you where can we send them to do that yes just send them to sanchez-tennis.com that's s-a-n-c-h-e-z t-e-n-n-i-s dot com Beautiful. Now, guys, if you're watching this video or this interview online, the banner will be to the side. It'll go straight through to Anita's website. On the app, it'll actually be underneath. You can click on there. So thank you again for joining me. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you Natalie. Wish you the best. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, and also leave your email in the box if you haven't done so already so I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. So actually valued at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, 
choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.